I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Donnelly, and today I have Nastasia Ponomarenko with me, who is by trade and by nature a girl boss. I mean, this girl is killing it from the different brands that she's launched to her different business ventures. I'm so excited to have her on the show just to talk about how she's done all these things and how she is only 20. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you, Marissa. That was a lovely intro. I'm so happy to be here. Happy to have you. So I have to start off with this because as a 20-something myself, I feel like I get a lot of backlash and also like, oh, wow, you're so young all the time. So Mm. is that something that you have experienced in your journey? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Oh, I think it's ridiculous when people say that, honestly. It's like, yeah, you're so young, but it's also... I don't know. Some people view it, some people view it differently, but I think obviously uh, it's generally positive, but yes, I've definitely gone through that a lot, especially because I'm the age of a college student and I should be going to college right now. And so some people, you know, ask me like, aren't you missing out on the college life? Um, And the answer is completely no, because it's just not my, it's just not my thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have any desire to, to do that, but yeah, people do sometimes say that, but it just honestly, age really, it age does not matter. You could start something when you're 15, something great when you're 15, when you're 50, it really doesn't matter. But of course, um, you know, there are some some outliers out there. So I, I could, I definitely understand why people would be like, oh, wow, you're so young. But hey, kudos to us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think people sometimes mean it in the best way, but it comes right. off as like, do you actually know what you're doing? And it's like, yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> judgmental, a little bit like that, definitely. Yep. Well, let's back up for a second. And I want you to share a little bit about you and some of the things that you've started. Because for people who are getting to know you for the first time on this podcast, like, what are you doing? What are you creating? What's kind of going on in your world right now? Yeah, so when I was, let's see... I guess it started some time ago when I was in middle school and just making phone cases, DIY phone cases and selling them and, um, you know, customizing them myself. I think that was when I first started getting into entrepreneurship. My, I don't think my parents really remember what I might've done earlier than that, but um, it started from there as that's when I could kind of remember it. And then, Um, and then I've always liked arts and crafts for sure. I was never really naturally good at it. I just liked making things and selling things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in high school, I would say around senior year is when I got a a lot of desire to start a fitness apparel brand. It was kind of for superficial reasons. And I am completely honest about this because, um, you know, connectful and nasty fit are kind of night and day. So nasty fit, I started because no fitness brands were really reaching out to me. I was super into fitness, by the way, at this time to give some more context to people. (laughs) It was all about, you know, trying to get Gymshark, 
to sponsor you and all those big brands. And so none of them are reaching out to me. So I was like, screw you guys. I'm going to make my own thing. So that's one reason. The second one would be, second one was, I just wanted to be my own boss too. Wanted to create my own things. Um, I, you know, got some money saved up. So I just started. And then uh, when I was almost 20, I think is, so last year, December is when I was starting to feel really unfulfilled in what I was doing with Nasty Fit. And I felt that I could give much, much more back to, to the world, to society. Um, and so that's when, uh, that's around the time where Connectful's idea came to be. And the week uh, leading to that kind of feeling of unfulfillment, I was also feeling lonely because I never had any like-minded and entrepreneurial women my age. And so obviously, you know, when you have a business, when you, when you focus on self-improvement, you want to, you want to talk with people who align with you. You want to mm-hmm. talk to people who share the same mindset that you have. Absolutely. And I just wasn't having that. There was no, there was no platform out there that I could find these people on. So I just created my own and that's where Connectful came to be. Um, and we actually just launched so Connectful is a networking app for young adults to meet like-minded people that they don't already know. Forgot to mention that, but yeah, we, we just launched 11 months ago. We've been working on this app for the past like eight months. So it's been, it's been a journey, but it's been amazing. 2020 has been really great for me. That's wonderful. And what divine timing to have that come out in the midst of COVID where everyone is honestly yeah, yeah. Everyone's so searching for connections. I mean, really at yeah. any age, people are just so desperate to find ways to connect with one another and to find that fulfillment. And I mean, I'm totally yeah. resonating with what you're saying about the isolating journey. In fact, I was just yeah. listening to an earlier episode I recorded where the whole focus was like what people don't talk about and being an entrepreneur. Mm which Mm -hmm. is how lonely it can be because Mm -hmm. you're so driven to pursue your goals or go that route. And then when you're so passionate about what you're doing, sometimes it's just hard to make those connections with people or they just don't understand where that drive comes from. So totally connect with what you're saying. A hundred percent. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's really, really important to surround yourself with people who share the same mindset that you have, people who are like equal to you mindset wise, not anything external wise, obviously it's just mindset and, and people who are better than you. So you could learn from them as well. So, so that's very important. For that's sure. awesome. Yeah. So with Connectful, how do people get connected? Like, is it location-based? Is it um, interest-based? Mm-hmm. All of the Yeah. Apps? So, yes. Yeah, so on the app, um, when you sign in, it's actually basically all of the above. Um, you could find friends, potential business partners, influencers to collaborate with mentors and mentees. So you could pick kind of who you want to find. You could also pick what, uh, where they should be located. So for example, if I wanted to find another 20 year old female in the Bay area who specializes in, who's an entrepreneur, who specializes in entrepreneurship and let's say fitness, I could do that by using our filter. Um, or if I wanted somebody worldwide, I could do that. Um, but it's really up to the user. They pick who they want to find. I think having that freedom is important. So you could pick what gender, what age, um, location and who you're looking to find. Yeah. I love that because it just makes the journey so much more purposeful and also gives it a direction because when you're trying to find people, especially like when you're passionate about something, like you want to find Mm -hmm. other people who get it and who 
are aligned in the mission and it's really hard to just do like, oh, I'm going to do an open influencer search, but maybe I really want to find people who are, you know, that believe in what I believe. And if you don't find that or if you don't have that, then yeah. So I I love the fact that you can kind of pick and direct your search to be more purposeful. Um, And the fact that you're not really restricted to the area you're in. I mean, I feel like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's so hard to find people in your area if you're new there, if you just moved, you know, whatever it is. So that that offers some some great opportunities. Yeah, 100%, Marissa. So that's that's the thing with other kind of networking apps out there. They don't really focus so much on the filter. And it's like, okay, well, what if I want this person with these types of specialties? I don't really want to see a plethora of people. I want to be really, really specific to get those like-minded connections. And so that's what we're working on, making the filter smarter and better, uh, look better too. So that's something that is really, really important for us to nail down, but that takes time as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure there's probably been a little bit of slowdown with the virus. So yeah, yeah, but that's, that's cool. What an awesome opportunity to connect people in a time where everything is so disconnected. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Okay. So starting these two very different things. So starting the fitness apparel brand and then starting Mm -hmm. the app, how, how was that like journey from the idea of, okay, I want to start this to, Mm -hmm. okay, this is actually happening because so many listeners, I think get caught up in like the excitement of dreams and ideas, but how to execute it is really difficult. Do you have any advice for people that are maybe starting out or just how you kind of jumped into it? Yeah, that's a wonderful, wonderful question. And I definitely do agree that that's the differentiator between a person who actually achieves something versus a person who just kind of settles and has dreams, but never turns them into action. So, so that's the, that's the line there. That's it's, it's action. So, um, let's see some tips about that. Well, for me personally, I've, I've always been very ambitious in myself, like just internally. I've always had that drive. I don't know. I don't know why, but it should have been there. So if I wanted to start something, if I wanted to do something, I would, I would definitely do it because it just outweighs not doing it um, mm-hmm. subconsciously, you know? So a couple of things is more concrete actions um, is to write it out, write out what you want to do, because even doing that will help you even doing that will set you to kind of the next stepping stone. So actually quick story about writing things out. I think it was um, the end of 2018 when I was writing my goals for 2019 and the very, very last goal out of like 30 is I put to write a book and then I completely forgot about it until like May of last year. And then um, the idea kind of came out again Um, and then I started writing and I published it, but it was really weird because I wasn't, I didn't really go into 2019 thinking I would write a book or I would work on a book. But when I saw that I wrote that in my yearly goals, I was like, damn, you know, this stuff kind of works. I'm sure that, (laughs) Uh you know, uh, there was some sort of cool meaning behind this. So definitely, yeah, a write it down write it down exactly what you want to start and then B start executing. I think, uh, from a to B, uh, what people miss is the Googling part. I think a lot of people don't take advantage of Google. I have so many questions about people. People even ask me this on my own app on Connectful. Like, 
how did you start an app? And then I direct them to a resource because it would take me like mm -hmm. such a long time to explain. And there's so many great resources out there. So Google, whatever you need to know, Google, how do I start an app? Google, how do I market my product? Google, um, how do I start a fitness brand or where do I find my manufacturers? Like all of the information is already out there. And I think mm -hmm. that people just aren't using their resources because honestly, if you had a great enough drive, you would, you would execute on hands down. So, so those are the two biggest important things is to, is to write out your plan start doing some research. There's so many good books out there. Google's great. And then um, another key thing that I want to mention, so we did A, B, and now C, is to keep the momentum going. Because when you take the next step, and then the next step, and the next, you start building momentum, which starts creating into a habit, um, which starts uh, kind of creating discipline for yourself. And that's, that's what's really, really important to do. Otherwise, you're going to kind of like fall off and um, never actually end up pursuing it. Uh, you'd quit. So, so that's what's really important is keep the wheel spinning, keep that momentum going, and then it gets much, much easier in the future, for sure. I love these tips. I feel like they are just so simple, but so profound. I love what you said about right? the difference between the people that do is you do it. <laughs> and like, yeah. it sounds so silly and simple, but I think, you know, we all have these different dreams, but how are you going to commit to the dreams? Are you going to write it down? Are you mm -hmm. going to take that small step? Are you going to Google something yeah. and then Google something else? Yeah. Like you're so right. There are so many resources out there and so many people who are doing different yet similar mm -hmm. things. So tapping into those resources and those connections and those social media pages and whatever it is to grab that information, it, that really feels to me like the first step of like, are you actually yeah. going to do this? Or are you just going to talk exactly. about it? Exactly. <laughs> and another point to bring up is that when people kind of have a rebuttal to that is, well, I want to ask this person exactly how they did it because their experience must be different. And I want to know their experience as opposed to doing a general Google search. And if you, okay, like I could quickly negate this by being like, I did not personally, I'd never had a mentor who guided me through the prob through the, through the process yet. I did it myself. There's thousands of other people without mentors, millions of other people without it, millions of successful, thousands of successful people who have done it without any help. So it meant like, kind of like what makes you think that you need, like you need somebody to help you out. No, <laughs> yeah. Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> I think the coach in me just died a little, but like, I totally know what you mean because. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no. no, coaches are very, very important. Very important. No, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm joking with you. I, I know what you mean. It's like, if you really <laughs> want to do something, don't let things stand in your way. Like along the way, yeah. maybe you might need to tap into some guidance, of course, but like the Definitely. initial push to get there, like nobody you know, held your hand in your process. You knew you wanted to do something and then you did A, B, C, D, and you just kept going and going and going. And I mean, I'm yeah. sure there were different moments where maybe you, you know, used other resources and other people's guidance, but like, I think the principle boils down to like, if you want to do it, you have to start making those steps because nobody can coach you through it if you're not really committed to wanting to do it in the first place. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing actually. So, so mentorship is not handholding at all. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of like the difference. People are looking to get their hand held, but what a mentor is really good with is just like their personal knowledge. They bring their personal knowledge and experience to you, but it's, it's, 
it's kind of supplementary, right? So you don't need to be handheld, but having that kind of like motivation or somebody to turn to when things get tough is important too. So there's, there's differences mm-hmm. in that for sure. Yeah. Yes. And then you also just mentioned like, you don't want to be a carbon copy of somebody else's journey. And that's also yes. very true. Like the way I always talk to my writing coaching clients when they're like, oh, well, there's already so many poets or so many book writers or so many fitness mm-hmm. brands, you know, whatever it is, like there's so much mm-hmm. of whatever we want to do. Right. That's, that's true. But mm-hmm. what is going to be uniquely your space? What's going to make your brand or your product or whatever it is different. And that is something that yeah. like, you can't be handheld on. You have to know like, this is what I want to do. And maybe I'm going to have a coach kind of help me figure out my angle. Yep. But at the same time, like I need to be committed to putting my little, you know, words out in the world or creating my mm-hmm. little space to sell my products. And then from there being committed to that. But yeah, it can't be a carbon copy of somebody else because if it is, then, you know, it's just going to be, oh, another brand, another exactly. media page. And then there's no fun in that. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you on that one for sure. What has been the biggest challenge that you faced in your journey so far? Um, let's see, like entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, both. Like maybe even, you know, personal too, because sometimes with entrepreneurs, I feel like it's intertwined business and personal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, well, let's see, you know, one of them is that lack of like-minded people in my life that's that's what drove me again to create connectful that has been kind of a missing piece but um but this year i've definitely done a much better job of 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 networking and whatnot um you know because the options that we do have like linkedin for example um and others out there they are not super effective but they are something and so it's still important like as we were building through those eight months it's still important to use those other platforms that are less effective but you know you can find some success in there so um yeah that's one the other that i've recently encountered is is doing a crap load of work and then not really working on your mental and spiritual health that's what I Mm. encountered literally last week last yeah last weekend it's because when you know with the whole launch everything has just kind of like been crazy sleep schedule has been off and sleep schedule I think it impacts a lot of things um Mm -hmm. and but I think what impacted more was like me just going, going, going without ever taking much of a stop, a meaningful stop, right? Not just like, let me eat my food, but a meaningful internal stop where you try to find peace in yourself, kind of realign yourself with your vision, um, you know, be grateful, express your gratitude, uh, meditate. And so that's what, that's what was really freaking missing in my life at that time. And I felt it. you feel yourself becoming unhappy, my productivity levels decreased. And so that's when I took a hard stop and it was like, nah, you know, I need to realign myself and now I am better. So it's, it's kind of like balance as well is pretty difficult too. And the thing is, is that it's like not going to stop, you know, it's not going to stop until I quit whatever I'm doing. So this work and everything is, is going to happen for years and years. But as long as I realign myself and, you know, think about my vision and my mission and, 
and, you know, keep doing really meaningful things, like not doing things that I don't like to do, I, it'll be a good process for sure. Yeah. I feel like preach it. You know, I feel like you're literally speaking to me. This is like the ongoing journey of learning and relearning and relearning this over and over again, because I think especially for people who are entrepreneurs or have started their own businesses, you sometimes have a hard time distinguishing like the the work from the personal. If you love your brand, you know, then you want to do everything related to that. Oh, I love writing. So I'm going to write this and then I'm going to write that. Or, oh, I love fitness. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take this and I'm going to, you know, create these pictures and and do this photo shoot. And, you know, it's always a Mm -hmm. part of your everyday life. And so creating Mm -hmm. those hard stops or those boundaries or those Mm -hmm. times where you just frankly say no and rest. And I love that you said resting is not having a sandwich or whatever you said about food. (laughs) That's literally me where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to rest and eat this lunch. And it's like, that's not a rest because then I'm like surfing, you know, my email list while I'm eating a sandwich. Like that's not. (laughs) So I think that's such a- Or or thinking about more work or thinking about the future and what, yeah, not a rest. (laughs) I've caught myself recently going on walks with my dog and I'll like not bring my phone. So I'm not tempted to like Mm -hmm. do work, but then I'm like thinking about like, okay, what am I going to do when I get back? And I'm like, dang it. Like this is not- So yeah, exactly. It's it's hard, but I think hearing that, hearing you say it again, you know, having that repeated to, you know, myself and anybody listening, it's just like, okay, here's another reminder that you have to rest in order to be productive. You have to stop in order to fill your cup back up so that you can keep going. It's like a constant, you know, cycle of giving yourself the energy to keep going. That's a good analogy. It's that fill the cup. Yeah, because it constantly like drains out, especially by Friday. And then you kind of have to internally fill it again. And it's a lot of like work. It's a lot of high performance work and it's hard, but it's like as long as again you keep your momentum up, it, it gets it gets easier to do. Yeah. And I think especially if you are creating something and especially if you're creating a place, um, mm-hmm. especially if you're creating a place where people are coming to to build connections, like that is a special kind of energy that, that it's being taken out of you. <laughs> right. You are providing a, a means of people connecting with one another. And that takes a lot of, you know, your emotions and your willingness to kind of drop and help everybody figure out, you know, what they need, especially in a, in a launch stage. Um, mm-hmm. So it's making sure to like, okay, I need to take a step back from this and make sure that I'm building my personal connections in my own life so that I can help right. build, you know, this app and this platform where people are making more connections. A hundred percent. And, and um, going off of that real quickly, I, this week I started doing uh, kind of like blocking out my days better. So for example, like tomorrow is actually like um, one of my priorities is networking for myself because that will ultimately not only help me in my personal life, but just in every single which way, it's very, very important, right? So, so I'm doing that. And for example, like Thursday, um, my priority Thursdays are like a filming day. So I film some content. I, I have more meetings on that day. Um, and so it's kind of also setting that, setting your schedule up that way that will also help too. Um, and setting non-negotiables for yourself. So I've set non-negotiables such as like every Sunday I have to, I have to get my priorities in order, my team's priorities in order and communicate that out very, very well. 
um, so so the week could be more smooth as opposed to it being like up and down like a roller coaster and people saying like oh should I work on this and then I'm like slowly internally I'm just like why did they do this, this is not high priority but it all falls on me you know it all falls mm-hmm. on the founder on the entrepreneur because you're responsible like whatever happens is your fault <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah. true. Sounds so harsh, but so true. But also in the reverse, yeah. whatever happens positively is because of you. So <laughs> have the good side with the bad side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I like the idea of the block scheduling though, like figuring out mm-hmm. what days or what times or what pockets of your week that you're focused on different things so that it doesn't feel like, oh, every day I need to do social media yeah. and filming and project management and you know yeah. email and networking. Like that's a lot. <laughs> Yes. You got to switch it up. <laughs> yes. You know, got to, got to, yeah, it, it takes some organization and it just takes thinking about it and executing on it too. But definitely having some sort of schedule for yourself is going to be good. And you're not going to feel like you're doing work all the time. Like it's different type of work, which will make it more fun. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so where can people find you? Um, you know, you mentioned your app, um, you mes- mentioned your, um, Right, right, apparel, right. but where can people connect with you, social media or otherwise? Yes. So social media is just Nastasia Ponomarenko. I have a you know long name, so it's not too difficult. <laughs> so that's good. Um, yeah, Connectful is just Connectful on the App Store. And Nasty Fit, my fitness apparel brand is just Nasty Fit. So yeah. Awesome. So many ways to connect with you and follow your journey. I just want to thank you so much for coming on here, speaking so openly and candidly about your journey, the highs and lows. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you've just packed so much advice and just powerful takeaways for people at any stage of their journey, whether it's I'm going to launch this business to I launched five years ago and I'm struggling to I'm going to you know pivot and dive in. I feel like you've just given so many amazing tips and I just applaud you, girl. I mean, being young, like own that and just run with it because you are just getting started and that's that's so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the last 30 minutes we had. I definitely do agree that this this episode is packed of good advice. So I'm really, really happy happy about it and everything that was said here. So good conversation. Thanks for having me on here, Marissa. Absolutely. Any final words for people listening that they can take away and run with? Oh, goodness. Uh, final <laughs> Putting words. you on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Let's see. One random one. We'll tie it back into what we were saying is plan out your week uh, on a Sunday night. You know, your, your week really starts on Sunday. It does not start on mm-hmm. Monday. If, you know, you think it starts on Monday, then you've kind of already lost like half your day because you're planning for the week already. So that's something that I really recommend to do. It's very, it'll make you more productive, make things go much more smoother. Uh, so definitely plan out your, your Monday and the week ahead of you on a Sunday night, I recommend. Try it and you'll feel bad, much, much better to everybody listening. I love that. Then you're already starting ahead of the game and people who hate Mondays, it's like, well, here you go. Now you can start off on the right foot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. 